0: Hello everyone out there, Check-In Stories back again with the third episode and this is your travel buddy Shiti. Check-In Story is all about travel stories. You tell your travel stories to us and we display them out to the world of travel bugs. Our interviews with these inspiring world explorers and globe trotters will help you travel further and help you fill your life with as much travel as you desire. Our today's guest is the very beautiful and stylish Kim Cohen. She was born in israel raised in california so she has that lovely sunny california vibe around her hey kim hi hi how
1: are you i
0: am good <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us today
1: yes it's a pleasure thank you for inviting me
0: and how are you doing
1: i'm doing great i'm in los angeles right now i'm not currently traveling i'm taking a break since january so in the last like Two and a half, or I guess three months. Um, I've been to eight countries, so... So how's the yeah. here
0: in California?
1: Normally, it's really nice and sunny, but right now, it's just been really rainy, so I can't really do too much, so... Cool, nice.
0: So, um, since Check-In Story is all about travel... And you're so passionate about travel. So if you had to sum up what you feel about travel in, say, one sentence, what would that be?
1: Oh, my God, in one sentence? <laughs> um, okay, you can
0: see it. You can use a couple of sentences.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, traveling is, I just think it's amazing and inspiring in so many different ways. I think that traveling is the best teacher that's out there because when you travel, you learn so much, first of all, about yourself. You know, you you're forced to challenge yourself in different ways. Um, you learn so much about people's culture, how different people live uh, in different countries. You learn about history, about fashion in different countries, different types of food, um, just everything. A, a day in my traveling life is like a week in my normal life, and a week in my travel life is like a month in real life. You know, so it's just <laughs> so fulfilling. <laughs> That's
0: so. What it is. So coming back to travel stories, tell us that one travel story that you would never forget, you know, like, which is very vivid in your memory or the one that you love telling everyone.
1: Um, Well, most recently, um, in February, um, I got to sleep in an ice hotel, which was a bucket list item for so many years. Um, I slept literally in an ice hotel, which means that it's completely made out of ice, 100%. Um, you sleep in minus 5 degrees Celsius, uh-huh. um, and it was amazing. I did it in Kami, Finland, and it was something that I've always wanted to do. I've always dreamed about it. I've always seen amazing photos of, and I actually got to do it this year, and it was something that I will remember forever. It was, you know, there's no experience like sleeping in an igloo, basically, so amazing. I highly recommend it for everybody considered in the arctic circle so it's super super cold there it's a small little town in the middle of nowhere but um it was located in kami snow castle so it's actually the world's biggest ice hotel so there's a lot of activities to do there even though it's a very small little city it's cool
0: cool so well uh, kim you were a makeup artist a model And then you owned your own clothing line, which, by the way, doesn't come as a surprise because I love all the ensembles that you put up in your journey. I love your dressing sense. And you look absolutely stunning, I must say. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell me what made you jump into this amazing world of travel?
1: Um, well, I've always loved traveling and I've always kind of was exposed to traveling. Like before I was 10 years old, I've already lived, I think in like three or five major cities. I've already lived in two countries. I just don't really know what it's like to stay in one place. And even though I did those other careers, I'm very extreme with everything that I do. I'm a very passionate person. So when I did all those things, I did it to the fullest. When I was a model, I had photo shoots every single day. When I was a makeup artist, I've had gigs every single day and it kind of makes me burn out I kind of got over things very fast I got tired very fast but the one thing that never changed which I came to realize after trying so many different types of careers was that my passion for traveling was never ever going to change I never get sick of tiring and tired of like traveling no matter what the circumstances are so you know that that's my true love in my heart so yeah
0: That's actually great, you know, because and your passion is so visible. So let's talk about uh, your winter, Vanilla Sky Dreaming. I mean, interesting name indeed. How did you come up with that name?
1: Um, Well, what Vanilla Sky actually means um, is right at sunset or sunrise when the sky turns a pink, purple, orange, yellow, um, it's that dreamy sunset or sunrise sky. Um, and it's kind of like what I get to see. the dreaming comes from like that moment where the plane takes off and you have the perfect window seating, and the sky is this beautiful vanilla sky color. and you're just you know, you're up in the clouds and you're just so grateful for the amazing world that we live in and just how blessed we are. And that's kind of like where that came from. um, so. That's what Vanilla Sky Dreaming is to me.
0: That's deep and really beautiful. So what is this so, venture? Like, what do you exactly do in this venture? Like, tell us something about it.
1: Um. Okay, so, I mean, my blog, um, I'm a solo female traveler. So I kind of like to go out there and travel by myself It's just easier that way. You don't have to wait around for other people. So I'm a female solo traveler. Um, I talk a lot about luxury hotels. I give travel tips, budget travel tips. I do a lot of adventurous, crazy things like sleeping in the ice hotel. Um, This, The last couple of months, I've um, swam with icebergs on a crazy ice-breaking ship. I've swam with sharks. I've ziplined through the jungles. in the caribbeans i do a lot of like really extreme stuff so i like to expose my readers to trying new things and going out there making their dreams come true so that's kind of that's that's kind of like what i do on my blog i kind of you know the whole thing is to inspire people to go out there and make their dreams come true i
0: mean your your passion for travel is clearly seen in all of those cool so since we're talking about your travel, let's talk about uh, a couple of places that you've been to. So I heard that you've also been to India and Kerala. So how was the experience there?
1: Um, India, Kerala was it was just um, amazing, amazing. I was actually, I won a contest. It was called the Kerala Blog Express um, 2. And I went through this whole battle of trying to win it for two months. And then when I actually heard that I was one of the lucky bloggers to get picked i was really excited india has always been a dream of mine for so many reasons um i've always been obsessed with saris and the bracelets and i i'm a vegetarian so i love the indian foods and just there's some of the architecture there's so many different things that um always really attracted me to india and i was very scared for a moment i was very excited nervous scared and you know i think that india is a place that um kind of needs to grow on you because it's very different than most countries um but if you do give it a try and you're open-minded it can become one of the most beautiful places in the world and one of i mean it's one of my favorite countries and one of my favorite experiences india was amazing the people were amazing the food was oh my god um wearing a sari um we washed elephants wild elephants um that were rescued in the jungle we did so many amazing things there I just, I love India. Amazing. Really.
0: I'm really glad to know that you love India. Well, I saw your picture in one of the South Indian saris and I must say you were looking so beautiful. I love those saris, those white saris. They're like really pretty. And you were looking so beautiful. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Wearing a sari has been a dream for so many years. I can't even tell you. I always, it just reminds me of the Bollywood movies. It's so beautiful and classy. I I love it. <laughs> yeah
0: talking about trips and travel um, one of the major part of trips is packing that is you know pre-planning before the trip so tell us how much time do you take for packing for a trip
1: honestly the truth is, is i hate packing so bad because i <laughs> i usually don't unpack until i have to pack um <laughs> And I usually do it literally like an hour before my like before I have to leave the house. It's the worst thing ever. And I literally walk out the door as I'm zipping my suitcase. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I just, you know, knock on wood. I don't really forget anything because I've done it so many times. But, you know, most people, they, they overpack. I think almost everybody overpacks. We only end up using, like, I want to say 30, 40% of what we actually pack. So I, I a tip for that, I think, is uh, to pile up everything, look at everything around, be realistic. If you'd actually wear that, um, you know, be realistic on <laughs> weather conditions and what, you know, you're actually going to be doing.
0: So, yeah, cool. I mean, us girls, basically, we love to take like everything because you have no idea what you will require when.
1: Yeah, uh, I love fashion. For sure. I mean, I think I like to um, dress in the style of the country that I'm going to, like dressing up and getting the perfect photo and looking, you know, authentic in the country that you're traveling to is really important to me. So I really try to get the wardrobe that fits the country perfectly, um, which sometimes can cause me to overpack.
0: (laughs) But that's every girl's problem, so it's okay. So yeah. what what essentials do you take with you before like before any particular trip?
1: Um, well because I'm a travel blogger and a vlogger, for me first and foremost I have to have like a selfie stick because I travel by myself. <laughs> I think a life proof case, which are like the waterproof case. So you can use them in the winter for snow and rain and in the summer to go, you know, in the water with. Um, really important to me. I always bring like extra battery packs so that I can charge my my cameras or my iPhone or whatever it is throughout the day. I usually bring like two or three of those. Um, extra chargers, plugs, batteries. Um, I can't go anywhere without my hair straightener and curling iron. Um, obviously, my laptop has to always go with me. I mean, those are like the things that I really can't live without. All my, my blogger and camera gear and all those things. Um, those are really I would die if anything happened to any of them. <laughs> so, so how
0: did ever yeah. did you forgotten
1: anything? Um, I've broken things along the way, which <laughs> is not good. <laughs> so...
0: Since we're talking about packing and essentials and everything, our listeners out there would love to know some travel fashion tips from you, especially the ladies, even the men for that matter.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that m- in most countries, people, I mean, the major countries, you know, like, I don't know, in Paris, Italy, um, India is a good example. You know, we know kind of like how people dress. We know that people dress in saris or, you know, India is more colorful, you um, You know, in Paris, people dress more elegant. And so I think a best, I mean, the way that I get inspired is by watching movies, TV shows. I also like to go on Pinterest um, and kind of type things out or on Instagram. I think it's a really good source and try to find like, you know, styles and certain characteristics of clothing that people wear or jewelry or things that match the country.
0: Lovely. Lovely. So yeah, I Thank think you. all the ladies out there might have got some tips from that. So next time they pack, they might hear to this podcast and then back. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to your travel stories. I read that once uh, you were on a plane that almost crashed. Like, what happened there?
1: <laughs> oh my God, it was very crazy. I've, I've really had like really, all my traveling experiences have been very extreme for better or for worse. Um, on this particular occasion, I went um, to Hawaii for a week by myself after I broke up with a boyfriend, and I felt like I was going. I was flying back to the company that we used to work at. So me and him worked in the same company. So I felt like I needed an extra day, another day. I asked for another day, and the company said I can't have it, and I was very upset about it. So I, I left Honolulu, um, got on the flight, very sad. And two and a half hours through the flight, which um, usually uh, the plane takes off from Hawaii, stops in LAX. It's usually like a five-hour flight, completely over ocean. Um, Halfway through the flight, the pilot goes on the radio and says that when we left, we had a full tank. And now it's showing that it's on empty and we have to go back. (laughs) Um, and i nearly had a heart attack yeah it was very intense everybody started freaking out i don't think he should have said it like that i don't know what he should have said but it should have been different not so blunt because people started screaming and crying and praying and i thought i was gonna die because i just woke up hearing that so we ended up going back and thank god thank god we made it out alive um and I got to spend another day in Hawaii. We got for free too. I got vouchers for um, taxi, restaurant, hotel on the beach. So it kind of worked out. But that those two and a half hours were probably one of the longest in my life trying to get back <laughs> alive.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I'm it was sure crazy. that must have been terrible. Like oh so yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so, so you just mentioned you've been to Hawaii. So how was it?
1: Um, Hawaii is an amazing place. I, I get a lot of questions about Hawaii. Um, I've been there six times. Uh, My favorite island is um, Oahu, which is um, the capital is Honolulu, Waikiki. And I think Hawaii is amazing. I think a lot of people underestimate it, but it it feels like when you're there that you're at a completely different country because, you know, they have their own language, their own, you know, the the Hawaiian people, um, everybody wears flowers in their hair, they have their traditional clothing, they really care about the environment and their they're islands and they have a lot of history and ancestors and a lot of spiritual um, beliefs that they have, you know, and energies that they believe that are on the island. And it's a very peaceful, beautiful, green and I guess blue from the ocean um, lifestyle. It's, it's, I have a lot of friends that have actually moved there in the recent years and their life, they're really happy there. So I highly recommend going to Hawaii. It's a beautiful place.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it is. Seems like you love solo trips. Uh, So tell me, what are those three things you love about traveling solo? Oh,
1: my God. Um, There's so much. But let's say three. Three Mm -hmm. is um, I kind of, I'm a very independent woman. I know what I like. And I like just going and doing what I want. A lot of times when you travel with other people, you have to um, cater yourself to other people. You have to go see things that you don't want to see. Because the other person wants to see. Um, there's also a lot of arguments on where to eat, when to eat. Someone's tired. You're not tired. They want to go out. You don't want to go out. And so a lot of times that causes fights or just a lot of... That's a way to test friendships and relationships. Let's just say that when you travel with somebody. Um, so I kind of like to go do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't really travel like normal people. Um, traveling is my job. So... When I'm home, I vacation. When I travel, I'm working. So it's very intense. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's like I have meetings with hotel managers, meeting with tourism boards. Sometimes I get to pick what I'm going to do, and sometimes it's already scheduled for me. And a lot of times certain countries only have certain times of the day where there's only light. So I have to get the perfect photo and YouTube video footage. And it's just very different. I can spend an hour in a place trying to get the perfect picture. Um, And I'm willing to go to any monument at any given time. Some people just, I don't know, they just want to go to vacation and relax. And that's just, I don't know how to do that. I've never known how to just relax. I want to do every attraction, see everything, soak it all up so that I get the full experiences um, from the actual place. And you know what? Like Another thing is Mm -hmm. that when you travel by yourself... um, you get to meet so many people that you wouldn't necessarily meet if you were traveling with other people. Because a lot of times when you're with other people, like a boyfriend, a husband, friends, you're more comfortable in your circle and you don't really put yourself out there. Um, but a lot of people really do solo travel. And a lot of people come up to me and talk to me and I make friends. I have so many friends all over the world. From from being a solo traveler and meeting somebody and they're like, hey, we're going to this and this. Like, Do you want to join us? And I'm like, sure, you know, and... I don't know, sometimes it leads to like lifelong friendships, so it's really cool. Um, it's something that I really love about solo traveling.
0: Wow, sounds like a lot of fun. So, yeah, cool. When was the first time you like had a solo trip? How old were you? <laughs> I was 11. Really? Oh, don't tell me. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were
0: you allowed to do
1: that? I mean, that? well, I, 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 it was my birthday. I lived in America. I wanted to visit my grandma in Israel, and so... I begged my parents, and so they let me go on the plane by myself. And You're you know really that nice was—I guess that was the first the time. You have really nice parents, by the way. Well, I was very close to my grandmother, so my parents, yeah, they were really nice. But I was—I was being very dramatic. I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing my homework. I was like, "I'm going to kill myself if you don't let me go. I can't. It's going to be the worst birthday ever." So they're like, "Okay, we get it. <laughs> you can go." <laughs> so I went by myself.
0: Oh my god, so all the kids out there if you want to get something from your parents be dramatic now. <laughs> they might just allow you to go solo. Yeah. Cool. So you also travel to Europe, right? Yes, I so think um that experience?
1: Um Europe is very nice. There's 28 countries in Europe right now. I've been to 17 of them. Oh cool. Um Yeah, for some reason, it's always just a place that keeps on attracting me. I keep wanting to see different parts of the world, and for some reason, I keep going back. I think it's because, I don't know, you know, it's like um, there's so many countries that are so close by, and it's so easy to get from one country to the next. Once you're in Europe, flying to a different country is so much cheaper, or you can take a train, um, and there's always, I, I like to go to Europe during the winter, which is probably the coldest and worst time to go for most people, but I just love the Christmas atmosphere and everything is decorated and beautiful. Um, Europe is is really nice. Um, there's diff- you know, obviously there's some countries that are more expensive than others, but it, Europe is very expensive for people that are on a budget. Um, if people are on a budget, I recommend them to do more, you know, Asia trips before going to Europe because... Europe steals all your money away. You can still do it. I, I wrote a blog post not too long ago about, um, I think it was twenty five travel hacks of how to travel in Europe and save um, hundreds of dollars um, with all these little things that I learned along the way. But if you don't do, if you don't do, you can do it. Um, if you don't do it right, you'll end up spending or wasting lots and lots of money. Where you can be, you know, utilizing it in Asia and get so much more for your money's worth.
0: So I'm sure all our listeners are taking a note to that. So since we talk about traveling and you know since we talk about traveling to different countries, where airport plays a very crucial role in the travel and airports are basically the place where so many things keep on happening at the same time. So do you have any airport story apart from the plane crash story that you told us? Uh, do you have any other airport story that you would like to share with us?
1: I think for the most part, my airport stories are pretty safe. Um, I've seen a lot of celebrities in airports. Oh,
0: um, okay, now tell us, tell us more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, two years ago it was, um, I was in Barcelona and um, Jamie Foxx was right behind oh my me God. checking into security. Yeah, and I didn't know I didn't know what was really going on because all these girls were going crazy, and I was like, "What? What?" Because <laughs> usually celebrities, um, you know, they, they wear all these clothes, you know, they wear the sunglasses and the hat, and they try to, you know, make you look like they're not. But people, you know, always seem to notice them. And then I got it, I was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." Um, I've uh, sat on airplanes with uh, Paris Hilton before. Um, the judges from American Idol. I don't know, it just, it happens a lot. But, you know, I also, this happened in Barcelona, but I, I live in Los Angeles, so the odds are a lot higher, because all the celebrities do live here.
0: So, lastly, the last question, uh, just tell our listeners some travel tips that, you know, on a general basis, whatever travel tips that you want to give them, so that they can take them home.
1: I think the best way to save money is um, if your dates are flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite places to find cheap tickets are on skyscanner.com or Cheapo air. Um, you could always play they always have an option for flexible so you can see literally if you can if you buy a ticket like um, a, like a different date ticket like within a day like if I don't know if you wanted to fly out on January 1st till the 12th. Mm-hmm. if you can fly on the come back on the 11th it can literally save you like 500 dollars so it's really good to check um, the travel dates and kind of play around with that you should always book your ticket approximately two weeks before prices change three times a day um, on most websites so just be aware of that so it can go up it can go down it's all a big gamble you never really know what's gonna happen but just hope and pray that it goes down and not up
0: so Yes. So thank you so much, Kim, for talking to us. It was a pleasure talking to you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun.
0: <laughs> hey, travel buddies. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Check in Story will be back again with yet another exciting episode. This is Shruti signing off. Until then, keep traveling and keep sharing those travel stories. And hey, wait, don't forget to subscribe to Check in Story podcast on SoundCloud.